1: Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I bring to you the pride and joy of the 20th Ward, the woman we proudly call JT. People go, wait, you're talking about Justin Timberlake? No, there's only one JT in Chicago. Her name is Jeanette <laughs> Taylor, and she's the older woman of the 20th Ward. Jeanette Taylor, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming you on the awesome. show today.
0: You're more than welcome, Ben. How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, we're doing okay, and uh, on the eve of Thanksgiving, and I'm speaking from my absolute heart, for everybody at the Ben Jarofsky Show, thank you, Jeanette Taylor, for being who you are, for having the guts that you have, for having the courage that you have, and for taking the time to come on my Little show and talking to me about it. So, God bless you and happy Thanksgiving, Jeanette Taylor. Thank Had to say you. that.
0: And it is a pleasure always.
1: All right. And part of the reason I'm so fired up, we've been talking about this all week. And it's really about, okay, today, Tuesday, there was a vote in the Chicago City Council, right, Jeanette? Uh, yes. 29 to 21. The mayor got her budget passed. Uh, and Je- uh, Jeanette Taylor was one of the no votes. We'll get into that. But before this vote, there was a showdown, uh, one of those uh, meetings, virtual meetings that nobody's invited to except for the people in the meetings, even though it's the Alderman and the mayor. And uh, we've been talking about it a lot on the show. So, Jeanette, to sort of set the table for what went down today at the city council meeting, why don't you talk about uh, the infamous meeting with Mayor Lightfoot and the Black Caucus, uh, where? She said, don't come to me for shit if you don't vote for my budget. Take it away.
0: So that happened. So I'm on the Black Caucus and the Progressive Caucus. And because the Progressive Caucus, the Black Caucus, I'm sorry, has 20 members. Mm -hmm. Per the Open's Meeting Act, we can't all meet together. So they kind of separated us and we had a meeting with her. And so basically what she said was, anybody who doesn't vote, vote on my budget. Don't ask me for shit for three years. And I said to her, hey, so you mean to tell me as a new alderman, me voting against property taxes because I know that's not what my community wants, that really, that's what we going to do? And she was like, yeah, I'm tired of people um, playing games with me. They say one thing and then go vote different. I said, well, I've told you from the very beginning, I got the utmost respect for you, but I don't agree with you politically. And so if I don't agree with you, if it hurts my community, I'm going to vote my way. And so that was that's that's basically how I was left. And I went to the media and said what she said because I didn't like it. And I actually had a conversation with her and just told her, like, this, that's not fair. We should for my community to be taken care of. And that's what historically has been done. And I told her she wasn't no different than Rom and Daly. They played the same political games. Y'all playing with the South and West sides and people who don't vote your way. But that's not what happens on the back row. That somebody from the north side vote no against us. There's nothing going to happen. But you will say that to the black caucus. It just, it was out of line.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so what was her response uh, when you compared her uh, to Daley and Rom?
0: Oh, she said, that's not, that's not a fair analysis. She feels like she's way better than them. And I told her, not saying what you said out of your mouth. I was like, now year before my first year there, I felt like her team and her administration was totally different than what they are now. Yeah. And so I did feel like she was way better than Daley and Rom. But doing political stuff like this and saying this to folks, you ain't no better and you ain't no different.
1: You know, uh, Jeanette, let me just break this down. Because what you said is so true. We have a history in Chicago of lakefront. It hasn't been a while. Well, there haven't been any in a long time, but back in the 70s and 80s, there were liberals on the lakefront, the North Lakefront, yep. who would vote against the mayor, would be yep. one of the few that would uh, vote against Mayor Daly, uh, B- Daddy Daly, and Baby Daly. And these are well to do wards, Jeanette Taylor. Yep. There is no way in the world the mayor of the city of Chicago is going to deny services to those wards. Because their alderman voted against the mayor. Do you follow what I'm saying? Sure, oh, course. Like two completely separate matters. How the alderman votes and what the wards get. So...
0: Yeah, I'm not going to stand for it. I'm going to fight for my ward. I'm here for a reason. And I just cannot let that fly. And that should not be the case.
1: Now, is there any evidence uh, whatsoever that you've been punished so far for... us? Uh,
0: Nope. Some of the things I complained about doing the city budget, some of my my stuff that when it comes to streets and sand is getting done, they're removing my cars. I'm I'm getting the services that I need, and I'm fighting hard to make sure that my community gets it. But that I'm doing that regardless, and so I don't feel like I'm being punished. I don't feel like my ward is lost. But we just can't play political games with people's livelihoods that way. And I'm yeah. just I'm I'm gonna speak up. I can't speak for everybody else. If that's how y'all used to people talking to y'all, if that's how y'all used to people willing and dealing at the backs of the people who pay your, your salary. Cause we forget who we work for. We forget that constituents vote us in and those are the people we supposed to represent.
1: Now uh, in the, uh, in the aftermath, uh, of this, uh, exchange of words between you and mayor Lightfoot, uh, did she reach out to you to say, uh, all the women I'm sorry it went that way. Uh, please accept my humble apologies uh, or all the women. It's just even without apologizing, let's just uh, uh, kiss and make up anything like that.
0: She did actually and her have. So as a black woman in politics, it's not easy for any of us. It is. You already feel ignored. You're already struggling to get your voice and sometimes when you speak up, you seen as this angry black woman. So she did call and was like, I didn't mean to attack you. She said, but there have been so many people that work with me on legislation and then vote against me. I said, that's all fine and dandy. I said, but we're not going to agree on everything. We, we we represent a body. I was like, I get you do the city as a whole, but everybody in the city, this is this is a tale of two cities. And you got to see it for that. But I also remember that her lived experience is different from mine. She ain't went on a 30-day hunger strike. She ain't been on the local school council for 22 years. She doesn't know what it's like to go to bed hungry after feeding your kids. I do. And so I'm not going to do that, you know, just to my community. So she has in her own way. um, I call and check on her. I ask her how she's doing. I ask her if she's taking care of herself. Her mother had a procedure. Um, She had a stroke or something with her heart during the budget time. And I told her you would have been better not even having some of these conversations because I could get how you frustrated. She she's looking weary. She's struggling. And I get it. I understand trying to. And I'll tell you what I said to her in the very beginning, our first real confrontation. This is not you inherited this. This is not on the backs of you. But you can do something totally different and show people how it's done. Everybody is not going to always get that way. It's about compromise in politics, but I'm not going to compromise my community and tax them out and move them out the city. I'm just not going to do it.
1: So uh, that, that was sort of uh, the lead into what went down today, Tuesday. Uh, what is that? Tuesday, November 24th. Good God, I'm losing track of time, Jeanette Taylor. Uh, and the vote, there was a vote on the budget, and you voted no. Explain why.
0: I'm not going to I'm not going to vote against the constituents of the ward. Um I have a, a I have a ward that's half and half in a lot of things. Half of my ward loves the police, the other half hates it. Same thing when it comes to the city. They feel like some feel like the city is doing an excellent job, others feel like they crappy. And at the end of the day it's my job and the, it's my job and responsibility to ask the questions. So I put out the survey and I ask people um Did they agree with a property tax increase? They said no. I asked them, did they agree with um, the money that was taken away from the police? Did they feel like, should we defund? A lot of them said yes. And so I got my community to back me up on my vote. And so clearly my community was like, please don't vote against us. And I wasn't. And so clearly, I did. I didn't vote against the interests of the constituents that I make a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, that I get free dental and great health insurance that they pay for. I'm not going to vote against them. And so I voted no on this budget.
1: Now, uh, a lot of people make a big deal out of fact. This is something uh, I love to get your thoughts on. You know, this mayor's not as powerful as Rom because she only got twenty nine. This mayor's not as powerful as Daly because he got. 42 and 45. Jeanette, I, I, I really don't understand what the big deal is. All you need to do is get your budget passed. What difference does it make if you get 48, 38, 28, 26? Please explain that to me, Jeanette. To because
0: they really don't believe in democracy. That's why they really don't believe in democracy. Her getting 50 floor budget, doesn't mean anything. That means she got 50 people who willing at any cost to sell out their community. People are starting to be more progressive. Our city, while we're on COVID-19, the best thing that probably could happen is now we're at home reading. Now we're at home watching how people vote. Now we're having these hard conversations about race. Now, brothers and sisters who often ain't being mistreated by the police are saying defund the police, saying we need mental health clinics. You got folks that are walking with us that don't necessarily look like us. And they like enough is enough. If it's good enough for me and my kids, it's good enough for her and her kids. And that's the, that's the city I want to live in. That's the Chicago I want to re- reside in. That's the world that I want to live in. And so people are watching. And so people who would never vote against the mayor, people you like, really? Did they vote no? Because they <laughs> are not going to agree on a property tax freeze for people who are, I mean, a property tax increase for people who are already struggling. It's a no.
1: Well, I I took great delight in looking at some of the no votes. Uh, Me and Taylor. you both. I mean, Ed Burke, I'm just going to say this. I'm saying this, not Jeanette Taylor. Ed Burke was the finance chair for the Chicago City Council. Every single property tax hike, every single TIF deal, and every single TIF, TIF district that Mayor Rahm or Mayor Daly wanted, Ed Burke pushed it through the city council. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> Ed Burke has turned into Dudley Do-Right when it comes to property taxes. So I had a laugh at that one, Jeanette Taylor. Do you yeah, follow me? because
0: people are watching these folks. You're getting phone calls. You're getting emails. The movement is showing up and showing out to these folks' doors and they office and they should.
1: Now, the, uh, the no votes uh, came in several different clumps. And try to explain that to people. There were uh, progressive aldermen like yourself who voted no. Uh, as you said, because uh, you felt the city wasn't taking care of the interests of your constituents nearly enough. And then you had folks who voted no because they said uh, they were for more well-to-do wards. They thought uh, richer pe- rich people are paying enough in property taxes. It seems like it was like all over the map on the no vote. It was not like a solid block of 21. Am I correct on that?
0: You're correct.
1: And so so wh- in the
0: progressive caucus, you had myself, Rosanna, Byron, who else was a no? Matt Martin was a no. In the Black Caucus, you got Matt Martin, Anthony bill, me, because I'm in that caucus. So it was just like this. And then you saw Northside Alderman, who often vote with the, with the mayor. You had the floor chair to vote no. <laughs> Alderman Riley voted no. And so it's a thing of we're already struggling. And now people are feeling what we actually been feeling in our communities for years. Mm-hmm. Like we've been dealing with this for years. This is nothing new to us. And while we are a constituency that have to figure it out, now everybody got to figure it out.
1: So uh, going forward from this vote, do you see uh, any hope that some more progressive legislation could emerge from the city council you know some more forms of uh, raising money let's say from people who could uh, most afford to pay it as opposed to <laughs> fines and fees and uh, red light cameras and that sort of thing which of is what this See, there is.
0: are plenty of things that people are proposing and that's one of the things that i guess i, I can respect about not just the progressive caucus but the black caucus and of course because we talk about progressive revenues all the time. It just has to be a willingness of this administration to say, let's see what we can do with that. Let's see how we can work together. Let's see how that works. But you got to remember, Chicago is a, a cl- it, it, It's about class. And so you in a certain class, you make a certain amount of money. It's the same thing with Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't care about color. He cared about how much money you make. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Chicago normally and truly is. And we just got to change that and say everybody deserves quality grocery stores in their community. Everybody deserves to have health care. Everybody deserves to to have quality neighborhood schools. Like, when do we get a place where we stand up for it and make sure it happen? And say, now if I ain't getting it, nobody's getting it. And that's what we're getting to in this country.
1: Jeanette, your quote, uh, that's been... Going all over the Internet uh, based on the speech that you uh, gave today. Quote, don't give us crumbs and tell us it's cake. Please explain what you were getting at with don't give us crumbs and tell us it's cake.
0: Because they gave more money in youth investment. You should have been doing that anyway. You gave more money in violence prevention. You should have been doing that anyway. they stop acting like you're doing me a favor. This was a hard budget. No, it wasn't. We could have got money from the reserves. We could have got money from the rainy day. We got it. We're not broke. It's just the priority of the people. Yes, some people could afford fifty-six dollars and property uh, a property tax increase. But did people understand that that increase is going to happen more every year? No, you, you 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 didn't hear that. That's that's the backstory. It's like, be sure about what the people that you represent are voting on. And so don't try to tell me because you gave me more money in violence prevention. That's because they starting to rob y'all. Don't, don't. In the Megan years, did you ever think they will loot, loot up north and downtown? That's because greed has no end. It's us today. It's you tomorrow. Uh,
1: no, I did not uh, foresee that happening at all. Good God, no, Jeanette Taylor. And that it's funny how since that happened, a lot of the aldermen from those areas are beginning to sound a little like Donald Trump. Um, But that's just, I guess, a natural development. Uh, All right. It seems to me that this budget was more or less uh, a punt. In other words, they were putting off some of the harder decisions in the hopes, in the hopes, Jeanette Taylor, that money comes in from Washington uh, and Joe Biden—is that your sense of things too?
0: Um. Yes. I. I hope. I'm glad that we got this new administration, and the hopes is that that what they will give us money to bail out and help these businesses and help. And just think, we're a country that could get back on our feet. Um. I'm not. I'm. I'm more concerned. About how we can change a lot of the bad policy that was implemented by this last administration, and how are we gonna push Biden and and Kamala Harris to do right? Cause let's not act like their their records are squeaky clean.
1: Uh, what do you mean? By, oh, you talking about Biden in terms of uh, the uh, criminal justice bill, yep, the, the crime bill?
0: Same thing with Kamala Harrison. See, we always think because you get invited to the barbecue that, you're, you, that you just get in, and that's not it. Now, don't get me wrong. The difference between Biden and 45, <laughs> Biden can be pushed. 45, you couldn't do nothing with. Absolutely nothing with. And so I'm glad that it happens, but we're going to have to work effectively and we're gonna have to work together in order to get this country back on its feet and back where we can breathe a little bit. Mm
1: um uh, speaking of messages uh that joe biden needs to hear uh to push him i'd like to throw out a name to you and uh, let's assume that joe biden is actually listening to what you're saying and uh, i'd like to hear what you have to say to him about if he puts this name rahm Emanuel, in his cabinet go it's ahead hell to know.
0: the only <laughs> job he should do is to clean up poop he, destroy, he destroyed democracy in the city of Chicago. He should never be able to work in government ever again in this lifetime. It's a hell
1: no. So what? Do you, what is going on that Biden is uh, enter, even entertaining putting Rom in a position of authority? Or do you think it's just Rom uh, putting that word out?
0: Probably Rom putting the word out. He, he probably need a job. You know, <laughs> he probably ain't. He, he's not gonna get a reference from Chicago. That's for sure. So I'm sure he, he needs employment, but it definitely doesn't need to be anything to do with government. We're talking about somebody who literally destroyed the black and brown community in Chicago. Where should he be working? Nowhere in here.
1: Yeah, I I uh, hope you're listening, Joe Biden. Um, all right. What else would you like Joe Biden to hear? What what else would you, uh, uh, Jeanette? we'd like to see coming from the Biden administration that would really help uh, the 20th war?
0: Um, I want to see who he picks as his secretary of education. Um, I hope it's somebody from the movement. Um, I hope that the people that are in these positions are real progressive and not people we just pick because they part of the cliques because something we love doing, we love recycling the same people who didn't do right in one position. And then we just turn around and put them in another just makes no sense whatsoever to me. So I want him to be real thoughtful about who he chooses in these spaces.
1: Uh, Anything in terms of financial needs that the city of Chicago would have?
0: Uh, We need to definitely, I wish the fair tax would have passed, but they definitely can figure it out for us. We need to figure out ways to really make sure that the rich across this country pay their fair share and we just never do we toss it around to everybody else we find other ways to try to pacify people through programs and all. do your due diligence really tax the risk in this country and make sure they pay their taxes the thought that 45 paid that amount of taxes is laughable
1: oh yeah yeah uh inexcusable uh and and he wasn't even punished uh jeanette taylor by uh his voting base and that story came out i thought oh maybe maybe this this could be the end you know i should have known better when the story broke about how little he paid in taxes uh i thought yeah this this might do it but no has got even more votes this time jeanette taylor
0: but that's because people are, will vote against their self-interest. That's number one, and number two, clearly, sometimes we don't even understand what we're voting for because we're racist. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 say what it is. We're racist as the day is long. We believe in privilege, and it shows. It's like the thing about the Karens. <laughs> it's like. That is true. That that is true. It's sad. It doesn't make it right. But we're so busy trying to be supreme people instead of being human and treating each other the right way. So for me, yeah, I we 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 gotta we we got so many forty five took us so many steps back, um, in this world when it comes to really us moving in the right direction as a comp- a country, that it's gonna take us a while to. Joe Biden don't need eight years to get us back together.
1: Yeah, Joe Biden's going to need eight years to get us back together. Absolutely. Um, Well, let's end this thing with a little more positive note, if we can. Uh, It's uh, two days before Thanksgiving. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, just in general, after coming to the end of this horrific year, Jeanette, I mean, I just think of all the things that have gone down this year. Uh, 2020 has not been our friend at all. No, so like, what signs of hope and optimism, things you're thankful for, do you see uh, that you can think of as we head out of 2020, uh, uh, this horrendous year?
0: I'm thankful for just the the promise of you see these young people of all colors in the street fighting together, supporting each other us having true conversations about um, just the, the world and what has happened and us being honest about a lot of things that have happened, not in a million years that I ever think people was going to talk about Christopher Columbus did not discover America. It's a lot. It's a lot. So it's like been a bittersweet year. While wow. we've had COVID-19 take out thousands of us, um, we've been at home to love on our families a little bit more. Um, we've gotten to have some hard conversations that we haven't been able to add and we get to just really see what type of country we truly are because to be honest we have this mask on we have a mask on that America is really the land of the free and the home of the brave not quite true for all of us
1: yeah a different kind of mask than the COVID mask yep Uh, All right, Jeanette Taylor, I want to thank you very much for making time. I know you were a little under the weather last week. Uh, You would have been on the show last week. We promised the folks what we bring you on this week. Um, So so stay healthy. Uh, I will.
0: You as well.
1: And you and your family have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you real soon, all right?
0: You as well. Thanks for always having me and making sure that you uplift me. I appreciate it. It's good to have people in the media who actually speak truth to power and are honest. And so they don't make them like you. Thanks, man.
1: Thank you very much. That's the great Jeanette Taylor, everybody. Take care.